campers and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. Hey there, campers. Can you believe it? It's a it's a brand new year. I feel like it was just 2019, like two days ago. I know. <laughs> like- I know. I feel like a geezer. I'm like, I'm literally so... And I know, I think it's the older you get, right? It almost feels like time goes by so quickly, but I really can't stress enough that the pandemic has like made time go by in such a weird way. Yes. Uh, and I feel like it was just, again, 2019. Yes. Like I, I feel like things had just happened. I remember being, you know, here at this day, um, this month, last year, like it was really, really fast. So yeah. Um, did you do anything fun for your, for your New Year's Eve? Oh, heavens no. I, um... <laughs> remember you know honestly the last time I made it up to a ball drop I you know I I just take it as like a, a, a like I just want to sit inside watch a good movie mm-hmm. eat some good food you know um and not worry about you know drunk drivers or anything crazy like that yeah that's like, my one thing is I'm like hello let me buy you a lift everywhere yes on, yes uh, yes on, yeah. on New Year's. <laughs> It's always the scariest, but I mean, mine was pretty, mine was pretty chill. I went to um, Boston for the first time. Oh, really cool. I can't wait till we get to go together. Oh, I know. We're so excited. Um, I was like, I'm so close to Salem. I could be there right now. I'm walking right now. <laughs> um, but I went with some friends and we just had like a casual party and I played beer pong for the, oh the first gosh. time in a very long time and I, my my old lady self dominating the table See, absolutely I love that for crushing you. it yeah you know I don't know sometimes there's like traditions that come back and apparently beer pong it's, is it's beer, like riding a bicycle you really don't forget you know what I mean like <laughs> mm-hmm. well I haven't done anything for New Year's in like gosh like maybe like six yeah. years I've been just like I'm at home with my dog yeah. so I was like you know what this year I'm gonna do yeah. something why not um so I did that and then yeah that was it was not anything like it used to be like teenager me was thriving on yes <laughs> you know I feel like it's when you're young you're not you don't have as much like I don't know like you don't have as much on the line you know what I mean yeah. your hangovers aren't as bad you know oh, no, you you've bad. got so much more energy like heavens what I would you know have the energy that I had 20 years ago like you know what I, I mean? love it like, so much because you're just saying heavens which is just amplifying how old we are <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Holy Toledo. No, uh, but for yeah. real. I um, you know, I well, I mean, I am an old woman. So to be fair, I'm like too old for Leo, too young to be a cougar. So it's like I'm in that like, you know, weird <laughs> like you know, what what is this phase of life here? <laughs> you know? Oh man, I can't believe you just said too old for Leo. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's an accurate age marker, right? Like <laughs> it is. It's it's very um, much a thing. Bless his bless his sad lonely heart. Um Gosh, I loved him so much. I know. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but we're going back to the topic. <laughs> the more important topic is we're going to hang out this weekend. Yes. You and I. Yes. We're getting together. We're going to film some stuff for Camp Cryptid. It's going to be something spectacular. Who knows? You'll have to see in the future. Yes. Um, we're excited to hang out and shoot some stuff for the brand, of course, but also get to just hang out and see each other yes so So, like it's so funny because a lot of people don't realize that we live like states away you know Mm -hmm. so we when we get together it's like a week of just like spooky stuff binging tv like going to all these cool places um and just kind of like hanging out and having a good time but also like work which is crazy because it doesn't seem like work (laughs) it doesn't feel like it never does i get to like hang out with all your animals yeah. too and I'm like this is my sanctuary I put my phone on do not disturb I'm like I'm playing with the animals <laughs> all of my animals which will be so excited to see you so excited mm-hmm. yeah they're so cute 
Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I think we have some plans to try and see if we can find anything spooky to yeah. do. Luckily, Ohio is pretty like spooky in itself, so I think we could definitely find something. And if not, your house is very spooky in general. Yeah, actually, um, just yesterday we were sitting in the thing, and Hope was like, uh, "Hope's my little sister." Um, Hope was like, um, "Did that light just turn on?" And my light in my room was like on randomly, and we were like, "No, I'm like what the world?" See, like, yeah. the ghost. I haven't felt anything weird, but we did have a possum in our yard the other night. And oh. they are the cutest fucking things I've ever seen. They are very cute. Because my word, that face. Them. Oh, my God. I was like, just please be my friend. Just stay in our yard. I'll literally take my dogs out front every single day. It doesn't even matter. Like, ugh. You can. Um, did he play dead for you? No, he, he climbed up a tree. He climbed up the, the skinniest tree in our yard, the tiniest tree, so much so that I was like, is he going to be able to get down without this tree breaking in half? Like, because he, he was a cute little chonk. Like, he was so cute. We have a video. I'll show you. I'll show you when you come here. But he was so cute. Um, but yeah, so that that's, see, that's when, when a possum is the highlight of my 2023 so far. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to say all the fog has been my highlight. Yes. Every time I look out the window this this month, it's been so incredibly foggy where, like, uh, I can't see behind my house at all. Yeah. And so there's tons of woods there, but yeah. even then it looks super ominous Yeah, but that's spooky. cool, though, because Connecticut's super, yeah. super haunted, so. Oof. Yeah, it's definitely super, super haunted, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to do more things together this year, yeah. and we have, you know, this trip plan we have other trips in the future yeah. um we have plans to go to different cities and explore stuff so that's kind of like our next spooky plans i would yeah. say our next little haunted plans yeah um but yeah today we're going to be doing our campfire tales which if you aren't aware is when campers like you who are listening to our podcast submit stories to us so we can review them and kind of figure out maybe if there was a little ghost there maybe it was a cryptid maybe something else it's kind of our way just to be interactive with you especially because so many people have so many stories that they've felt like they weren't able to share because people wouldn't believe them or also because they don't know if it was real themselves. So if you are listening and you have a story that you'd like to submit to us, uh, you can go to campcryptedpodcast.com. Um, there's a little contact us section. You can just submit your story there or you can always link it to us on Reddit. Either way, we're super pumped to get your entries and and read more of this crazy stuff that's going on. So we're here for it. This story comes from Rob, and they said, There is a cemetery up here in Montague, Michigan, that has always been rumored to be haunted. It's called Mouth Cemetery, and it's in White River Township. It overlooks Lake Michigan and has headstones that go way back. A friend of mine just did a YouTube video on it. There used to be a chair that was rumored to show you how you were going to die if you sat in it. Really cool place in a really cute area. I'm sorry. If the... I got to finish the rest of the story, but if there was a chair that would tell me how I was going to die, I would absolutely not sit in it. I remember being a um, a kid watching Final Destination and there was like a quiz in the first movie where you would tell it like stuff about yourself and they would give you the day that you were supposed to die on. And I was like, if it's true, I'm going to freak out. And so... Yeah, that's no. a no for me, dog. All right. Um, so we'll be linking a few things in our Reddit as well for the story because Erica was looking up some stuff in Montague and uh, the Grand Rapids and Grand Haven right off of Lake Michigan. And it's almost like a little Bermuda Triangle uh, in Michigan with a bunch of haunted stuff. So there's a there's a theater called Fronthal Theater, White River Lighthouse, haunted hotels and universities, and lots of haunted cemeteries. So this is a cool little city that maybe we can check out. We always try to find little ones. We talked about, oh gosh, what was the one in D near D.C. that we wanted to see? Uh, uh, Ellicott City. 
Ellicott City. So like this gives me the kind of like Ellicott City meets Bermuda Triangle vibe. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's apparently a very spooky place. If anybody here is listening to it and has had a weird experience in the city, please let us know. And if you're interested in hearing more about it, we will link it in our Reddit, which is just campcraftedpodcast.com or which our which our Reddit is Camp Cryptid Podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool because these links have a like a little um, almost an interactive map and it shows like this this uh, phenomena happening like along the coastline. Right. And then it, it makes a triangle for all these haunted areas. But the cool thing about it is like when I was looking it up, too, I was like, well, that's so weird. Has anything happened along Lake Michigan? That's weird. And in 1994, there was like a, it's called the Lake Michigan UFO incident where a lot of people in those same areas, the Grand ha- Haven area, um, right there in that same little Bermuda Triangle experienced a bunch of like flashing orbs in 1994 and like hundreds of people saw these lights that were like hovering and moving all over and they still don't have an explanation as to what it was so very cool like you said we could definitely make a little you know excursion in michigan sometime because upper michigan is absolutely gorgeous um but yeah, dude, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So the next story is from Elizabeth and Elizabeth said, hi, the story is about a UFO that me and my grandma experienced when swimming in her pool. She lived by an Air Force base. Uh, this will be relevant later in the story. So me and my grandma were hanging out in the pool, swimming and waving at coming planes when smack dab in the middle of the sky, there were two big plane like things in this big plane like things in the sky and they look like an equal sign. So as a kid, I would draw it and my grandma didn't remember it the next day and everybody just said it was a dream, but I'm sure it was. Yeah, um, being by the Air Force Base, right, there's a lot of, like, options for it not being that. However, I'm always convinced the Air Force Bases have just underground stuff where they keep the UFOs. And that is, yep, that is what I believe. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes. Um, And the thing about this, Elizabeth, too, is, like, um, it's been shown that in a lot of the the UAP and UFO studies that have, like, photographic evidence that they are Mm -hmm. sometimes shaped like the cigars that you're talking about. So I think that, you know, it's always sad in these stories because it's almost like a little bit of gaslighting, like, where they're like, no, you didn't see that. That couldn't have been that. But it's also, like, because what we're talking about hasn't been proven to exist. People question it. And I feel like they question, you know, people who have these experiences. So it's always, like, kind of sad in a way that people like might have stories but be afraid to talk about it because they don't want people to think you know like oh maybe they think you know i didn't see this but i mean cigar cigar shaped ufos though are definitely a thing so um like lewis said too earlier like who really knows how much the air force has when it comes to technology i mean we all know that our Mm -hmm. defense department here in the united states gets the most funding of everything i know over by me i would be interested to see what air force base elizabeth this was around um because over by me is wright patterson air force base in dayton and that's the one that it said that um because there's so many underground floors they took uh area 51 stuff from roswell to to dayton air force base so I will say, too, over by where I live, it's very, very eerie sometimes, too, because, of course, I'm like a complete fucking crazy nut conspiracy. Like everything is is like someone's transporting aliens or like something's going on. But there's always because we're in between like um, basically Dayton Air Force Base and everything. You always hear these giant like planes coming over us at like night. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of alien are they transporting? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I so I think it's realistic for us to have these expectations or at least like these theories. And I don't, I don't want to blame it on media and like things we grew up with, but there's just too many things that are unanswered, whether it is space, 
literally was having a, a conversation with somebody about water the other day and like how we don't know what's in the ocean. There's so much stuff that's so undiscovered that it's not a unrealistic thing for you to have these theories or these feelings. Um, my other point is, have you watched Inside Job yet? No, I have. That's the like a no. cartoon, right? On Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a cartoon where basically everything is conspiracy theories, but it's <laughs> I like love it. it's fun conspiracy <laughs> theories, and it's um, oh, uh, I believe she's like supposed to be like a scientist, but it works for the government essentially. But I, I feel like you should watch that because everything you're saying <laughs> reminded me of that, and it's really funny and it's dumb and it's just like a go. I love couch that. Watch it kind of thing. Yeah, I think yeah. other people have told me I would like that too, so maybe that's something I need to sit down and watch today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely give it a go. It's it's uh it's wacky. It's like Rick and Morty but less annoying and it's about cryptids and like conspiracy theories and stuff. There's a lizard people episode and I was like sold. Oh, God, I love that. Whoever made that show is I love that. <laughs> Uh, this next one comes from Riley, and they say, Not too long ago in 2016, me and my friend wanted to go fishing. We looked for some nearby rivers to go to and finally settled on one. We put it in Google Maps and went on our way. When we got there, it looked as though we had to make a little trek through a small forest. Once we got a little in, we saw a broken down abandoned farmhouse. We both looked at each other and knew that instantly we had to go check it out instead of fishing. Hmm. Literally the plot of like yellow jackets the the ritual everything you're not supposed to do uh-huh correct <laughs> every horror movie <laughs> oh bless your hearts <laughs> when we got closer we explored the barn that was beside the house it kind of just seemed like a broken old place and that nothing was special about it once it started to get dark we decided let's go check out the house before we leave we both had this eerie feeling as we approached the house we got to the front door and there was a key in the lock we decided we should take it as a little souvenir of our i'm getting like anxious as i'm reading the stories I know. of our little exploration and come back to it when it was bright out to go check the inside of the house when we got to the car the, there was what looked like a handprint on the rear bumper and both thought that it was one of us messing with the other we wiped the print through the key in the little change compartment and went off i'm like actually nervous reading this story <laughs> right now uh when we got back the next day we went through the back door of the house and seemed a little more accessible and was already wide open, which was convenient, since we had left the key to the house in my car. After some walking around, my friend and I heard some footsteps above us, so we yelled out to see if somebody was in the house, but we got no response. My friend told me to grab a stick from the outside and that we were going to go upstairs. No! <laughs> no! Uh, my gosh, Riley, <laughs> you are doing everything that is in a horror movie right now. Okay, once we got upstairs, all the doors were open and we didn't see anybody. We decided to slowly check the rooms to see if there was anything or anyone laying around. Walking into one of the rooms, my friend paused and pointed at the floor. As I looked over the shoulder to check what he was pointing at, I saw drawings that looked like they were done by a little kid. But the part that made us feel uneasy was that my name was written on all of them. We both wrote it off as a coincidence and that Riley is a common name. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I only know like one Riley. <laughs> this isn't like John or... <laughs> David <laughs> I'm literally I'm lit this is the first time I've read a story from like a camper where I'm like actually like like uneasy <laughs> like with this story um we took some photos of the drawings and decided we should get out of there okay please if you have the photos and you're listening to us please send it to us I would love to see it Anyways, about a week later, as I was leaving my grandparents' house, I got T-bone totaling my car. I emptied out everything out of the car, including the key. I put it all away and left the key on my bedside table. After a week or so after the crash, I told the story to my friend, and he was telling me I should return or get rid of the key. He told me it was giving negative energy and I shouldn't have it, correct? But when yes. I went to throw it out... <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
when I went <laughs> to throw it out, it was missing. I asked my family if they saw it, but they all said no and had no idea what key I was talking about. I asked my buddy if he had it, but he said he didn't and that I did. To this day, I have no idea what happened to the key and I don't plan on looking for it. Riley? My gosh. Okay, let's unpack this. So this is very much a story where um, I I think I had spoken on here previously on how I went and explored that abandoned asylum and we brought something mm-hmm. back and we felt like that negative energy until we got rid of it right mm-hmm. this is one of those things where i feel like that's plausible and i feel like maybe you brought that energy back with you um it's it's a little eerie it's super eerie that your name was written in there and i don't yeah. know how else to explain that other it's not like your name is michael or uh i don't know what's a, a woman's name that ashley comes like an ashley right Brittany. It, yeah, like it's not like it was just something like that. I'm super curious that if you were to go back to that house, if the key would be there or if anything would be different or changed, right? I'm not encouraging you to do that. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't do mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, this is one of the stories that really just made me feel like uneasy reading it. Um, it doesn't seem like anything. Su- I mean, obviously the car got totaled, right? But that's kind of like the devil's tree theory where it's like if you touch something or do something without asking yeah. or, or disrespecting a place then that happens but to me it doesn't seem like it was really disrespected it didn't seem like you i mean you took something so that's probably not great but um other than that it's not like you trashed the place or did something fully negative to that i wonder what your relationship with like spirits is and 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 if you felt any other kind of energy from that other than just feeling a little eerie but what are your thoughts on this story erica well it's kind of like the idea where people have like uh let's say they Mm -hmm. have a lucky t-shirt or a lucky um you know you have a lucky jersey for a sports team like something that you were like, this brings me good luck if I do it or a lucky number. It's like um, those lucky feelings, you know, reverse it. Those same dark mm-hmm. things can also attach, I feel like, to, to th- you know what I mean? Those same emotions. So if you believe that something can be lucky, then you have to also believe that something can be unlucky. And to me, it's kind of like you never know if something just felt like you had invaded its space because at the end of the day, you're still entering a place that was obviously someone's home. You know what I mean? Despite if it was abandoned or not. So you have all these emotions that could be attached to these things and who knows what the history of the home was. So, you know, I I, I just wouldn't take anything from places, you know? <laughs> um, no, never. It's, yeah, mm-mm. you just don't. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, yeah. It's weird to me that the key was also in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that could also be, you know, a testament to how old and how, uh, you know, how longly like abandoned that place had been, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it would be really cool, absolutely, to see the pictures of everything. So, like Lewis said, Riley, we would love to see those because that's super crazy. I have like anxiety from that story. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I was reading, I'm like, it's getting worse. It's just oh, getting yeah. worse. Oh yeah. I know. For the first time I read it, I was like, nope. <laughs> as soon as I read the key part, I was like, nope. <laughs> Oh, don't do that it's like it's but that's the thing it's like i also do think that like sometimes in the real world we don't think that these like things that are in horror movies are going to happen you know what i mean yeah it's almost like we're like that's make believe that's on tv you know that's not going to happen to me because i'll be the first one to say like if i hear a noise i'm like what was that and i'll jump across a fence and go look you know what i mean yeah but we um, always Im- we shouldn't investigate but we do because we want to make sure yes. it's like a raccoon and not actually something yes. else yes But it's like, you know, but it's also like this, like, um, like a maybe like a false sense of like security and being like, no, nothing like a ghost isn't going to come out and attack me for real. Like, you know, I don't know. Too many things in there to be coincidence and and not something haunted. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe the the key was like the sword of Gryffindor and it just disappears and goes back into the house. I mean. Yeah. Maybe the the ghost was like, I just want my shit back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm super interested um, on what possibly the other, I'm saying the other Riley could be because um, to me it still sounds like they wrote your name. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it would be interesting to find out the history of the home too. You know what yeah, I mean? A hundred percent. Um, so this next one, I feel like, I think it's my friend that wrote this because they have a twin and their name is Z. So I'm like, I think this might be them. Zimmerman? Z Zimmerman? Uh, no, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay. So this next one is from Z and Z said, I must share with you the story of my twin and I. Back when we were about 11 years old, we were inseparable. Our twin bond was so strong. Often people would witness us starting and finishing tasks and helping each other's other needs without having to say a single word. Our mother took us on a road trip through the deep woods of California with the goal to get to Oregon. The ride was long and the night had gotten dark and we were in need of a place to stay. In the foggy forest, we found an old humble hostel. There wasn't any private rooms available, but no one was in the shared space. My twin and I, as always, shared a bed and we retired for the night. I woke up needing to go to the bathroom located outside of the room and down the hall. Without needing to say a word or even to look at one another, my twin groggily took my hand and we embarked down the dark corridor. The wood was old, a slightly musky smell in the air, and brass lamps with frosted glass and old bulbs lined the hallway, and they burned weakly. The windows were made of old warped stained glass and gave little light from the outside. You could barely see a thing and needed to guide your hand along the wall. I slipped in the small bathroom alone, wordlessly telling my twin I'd be back so she wouldn't have to be alone for long. Only a moment passed before I opened the door and returned to her, the light from the bathroom having ruined any sort of night vision. Her hand quickly found mine and we went back to the room, her guiding me as uh, my eyes adjusted. We opened the door and a pleasant moonlight had broken through the clouds and through the windows of the room, uh, casting enough vision to see our bed. And in it was a shape on the left side, the side my twin always slept on. I froze as I watched the shape move under the sheets and I realized it was my twin. I felt the hand I was grasping squeeze tightly and the worst thought came to my head. Was my twin beside me or in our bed? A cold washed over me and I looked to my side to find no one was there. My twin had been in the bed all along first off i don't want to doubt this is a, re- a real story this is so written where i'm like is are you a horror writer <laughs> i know i i mean you did it's, use some great adjectives <laughs> yeah really good descriptions very very good um this is yeah this is something that's happened to my mom before i think i've talked about where you know um i used to sleep in her bed as a kid and you know she had heard a child running around and woke up and was like hey like stop making noise go back to sleep blah blah and then realized I was next to her in the bed so I think this is absolutely something that happens yes it said that it was grasping tightly like a tight squeeze but it doesn't seem like any of this was negative it meant it was like almost like a guide I don't I don't know how yeah to process this. yeah um yeah I wonder if my, my my questions are if there was something else that was maybe not great in the space and so they were being the kind guide you know what i mean oh yeah i could see that happening or maybe it's a little silly prank (laughs) yeah i mean because at the end of the day i think the thing that it was like when you held its hand it was like you felt like it was still your your twin so you still feel comforted by it so to me i feel like i don't necessarily think this was even though you know when you read it and you you see it and, and it on paper it sounds scary but it really honestly could have been a very comforting spirit. It's just like it's one of those things where you can't see it. So it's like your mind goes to the worst pace. You're like, oh, my God, this thing probably looks like 
fucking the exorcist girl like linda blair on the exorcist reagan there's like some kind of like almost like astral projection or something similar where it could have been like them out of their body her her twin her actual twin their body yeah or something yeah i honestly i listen the cia put money into astral projection and research you can't tell me there's something that's not there right like i don't know cia by the way if you're hiring holler at us (laughs) for real though Um, but no, I, I, that's a great, like you said, uh, astral projection could be obviously something that could have happened here too, because obviously you guys had like kind of almost like a, I don't want to say like a telekinetic, but almost like a, uh, you know, a deeper bond than, you know. Yes. Yeah. Twins have a very, very different yeah. bond with each other than other people or even other yeah. siblings tend to have. Very cool. I do wonder, Z, so if you're listening to this, I would like to know if you or your twin have ever experienced anything beyond that or if that's kind of only the only thing that you guys have experienced. But um, very, very cool. Very chilling. We had some good ones this week. We had UFOs. We had ghosts. Oof. Man. I always appreciate the stories that our campers give us. I feel like as time has gone on, we've got some, I think people have organically found us right like looking for podcasts and then they've found a safe space we've been getting like an influx of messages Mm -hmm. and stories and that's like one of my favorite things is we're allowing those people to share that with us and also give them a space to talk about it while also kind of dissecting what things are and making them feel validated for you know the thing that they might have saw um so yeah I, i really love doing these episodes i think yeah and two, if we ever meet these people in person, it's going to be so cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, we go to conventions all the time and it's so cool because you, you have conversations with people and you learn these things that happen to them. And then when you meet them, it's just like, wow, like, oh, tell me more. Like, you know, I mean, even just like the, the small market that I did, you know, uh, last month, having people come meet us who are fans of us or, you know, are excited to listen to us. I think it's really, really special. And I think we're doing something really cool. So I'm proud of us. That's all. <laughs> I do, too. Until then, I'm like, oh, my God, all these thousands of people are listening to me and I make an ass of myself like every second. So I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, please do not have high expectations for me. <laughs> You're not alone because I'm also doing the same thing. That's why uh, we're here. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you been watching anything spooky lately or anything Listen, new? I watched that White Noise movie with Adam Driver. And I was a little perplexed uh, because I I don't know if I – maybe through the trailer, I wasn't quite sure what I was putting myself in, you know, know, about to be watching. But uh, I – halfway through, I was like, what is going on in this movie? Like, (laughs) I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-mm. I don't know. It was very I do like Adam Driver. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I do like Adam Driver. So I was like, oh, I'll just watch it. Like it's but I, you know, it was very um, it was a very interesting one. Uh, not my favorite, but still, you know, uh, I guess worth a watch. What about you? Yeah, I've um, well, I'm almost done with BoJack Horseman, which has been an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> um, but I have I've been watching um, I watched Glass Onion. Did you watch that? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Um, I, I didn't like it as much as Knives Out, but I thought it was really fun. Yes, I agree. And I I really love the casting in that, actually. Yes, I did, too. Mm-hmm. I did, too. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was fun. It's a, it's a if you're not aware of that, it's a, another like murder mystery. And Knives Out is fantastic. Yes. And it's kind of like a, a yes. series to go with that. So I would love to watch more of them for sure. Um, yes. They continue I think they're doing it. another one. Yeah. I'm, I'm about yeah, that. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, we um 
we definitely want. As soon as I came out, I love murder mysteries because I'm like such a nerd. I'm like, oh my God, every murder mystery I have to watch. There's actually a French one, I think, too, on Netflix. I know. I kind of want to watch that one next. Um, yeah, I, I actually really liked Glass Onion. And I love that Daniel Craig has is married to Rachel Wise because she's like incredible. I oh, I lied. I've been watching The Mummy. <laughs> we watched The Mummy. Yes. We watched The Mummy too. Yeah. I was like, these are so fucking good. They're very good. I am... Um... I started watching Alice in Borderland season two. I don't know if you ever watched the first one. Um, oh, very good. Like, no, I have Squid Games. No. I think you should absolutely watch this show. It's another one of those. I guess you like it's like those murder game shows, like the death game shows. And so, um, yeah, the plot, I think is really, really well done. I believe it was a webtoon. Um, so kind of like a manga, but like the online one. And season two looks yeah. really good so far. Um, basically, it's it's like they have to complete these challenges or die um with every challenge that they complete they get x amount of days on their visa in this city that they're tr- transported to and it basically goes through like a suit of cards so you've been seeing number cards in the first season but you haven't seen any suits so they haven't seen any kings or queens or anything else like um or rather we see suits and numbers but we haven't seen kings queens jacks aces like stuff like that and yeah. with the numbers on the cards is the more intense that the games are um so like a yeah. ton of hearts is like really really grueling emotional game you know and so we're finally seeing face cards that's that's what i want face cards we're finally seeing them in this one and i'm it's so good i'm so excited to finish it so that's what i've been watching i'll add it to my list yeah i'll add it to my list oh i did watch the invitation oh i did too (laughs) i was okay i liked it up until she burned it down because i was like this dude is hot okay first off hot we're talking like hot and i'm like you obviously have chemistry with this dude. Like and he's hot. Who cares if he's a vampire at this point? You know what I mean, right? I like, mean, like, am I maybe the predatory thing of kidnapping and being like you're marrying me? Yes, but also yeah, okay, like that part is it. Yeah, a little crazy. <laughs> also, like living forever and having a beautiful polyamory uh what marriage with yes. like, two other two other hot women. chicks. Like, um, you know what? What is part, wrong with but, this? Like, um, it missed the mark a lot for me. Yeah, the concept was there. Yes. And I was into it. Um, I think the horror, like it took too long to get to the point of the story that we knew was coming. Yes. And I think some of it was cheesy. Like you're going to bring me Mina Hawker and like give me this like oh as stupid yes. version of her. Yes. I hated that. Yes. I hated that. Yes. Um, I did like though, I did like that they put all these little Dracula references with like Carfax Abbey, Mr. Field, yep. all these mm-hmm. cute little like, because as soon as I heard Carfax Abbey, I was like, fuck yeah, it's vampires. Because I That's didn't want the shit that excited me. Yeah. Because yeah, I was so excited. And then I saw that Dracula is this hot and I was like, okay, okay. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, okay. This is like ideal. Like, I mean, I kind of loved when they um just like, sliced open a neck at dinner and we're like okay we're doing this now and she was like what the fuck is happening but yeah. it was just like i don't know I, I i had a lot of issues with the movie that i think could have been really cool and and done well yeah um yeah i think the end yeah. was just a little like you know sometimes it's okay to have the bad guys win given the appropriate setting i guess you know mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah i'm I'm also i'm in agreement with that you know because man i think she would have killed it as a vampire that's what I'm saying, you badass man. She was already strong as hell. Dude, she was so... Yeah, exactly. I'm like, girl, you are so magnificent as a vampire. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> I, I fell asleep, but I was watching um, Bullet Train. Did you watch oh, that? Oh, okay. Listen, I actually... I didn't think I would like that. It's really I like, funny. 
it was actually really good and i hated that i loved it um yeah yeah, yeah it was, pretty it good was really fun I saw. a lot of fun i hope they do more movies like that i think it was like really mm-hmm. well casted i think it was like a really like it was one of those things where you didn't know what was kind of going on and i mm-hmm. it was so fun it was so fun very very into that that's kind of just yeah i would have been watching um i've been doing a lot of traveling so i just download a ton of shit and yeah. i'm like all right let me just binge this as i'm doing stuff so i'm always looking for new stuff but yeah let us know if you guys have any good stuff to to watch or to binge let us know because we're in between that now period and when yellow jackets comes out so <laughs> yes we're getting so close I if know. you think about it, it's march and we're already here yeah i know Oh my gosh. It's going to be like the end of January before we know it. And then I'm just going to be like, this year is already flying by. I got um my my partner on uh, Scribe Babies to watch the show. And she's like terrified of flying. So I never want her to watch it. She binged the whole thing. It was like, holy shit, Jackie. It was like freaking out about everything. And it's just. Uh, it's, it's so good. There's so many loose ends that we need to know. Like, like uh, I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait. I feel like we should watch it again just to like refresh our brains before. Oh, it comes we out. absolutely can. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about any show is like a Reddit, um, because Reddit just comes up with the most theories, and they and they. Oh God, so good. They yes. do so good about that. So, same with Discord. Yeah, super good. So yeah, if anybody has any good stories, like we said earlier, if you'd ever like to submit a story to us, whether it be about UFO experiences, creepy experiences, cryptids, anything that's like paranormal or sci-fi, you know, in that realm. Uh, you can always submit it to us on Reddit or if you go to campcryptedpodcast.com. There's a little contact us section where you can submit your story to us. And if you're looking for other ways to listen to Camp Cryptid or just check out where we are on social media, you can go to campcryptedpodcast.com. On there, you'll find a contact section where you can submit your own campfire tales or share any other cool movies or theories that you'd like to give us for the show you find all the ways to listen to us we're on apple Podcasts and spotify if you'd like to leave a review and we also have a youtube channel if you want to check that out we're uploading more shorts on there as well as uh, more adventures so you can see our ghost hunt you can see our sleepy hollow video you can see a bunch of other cool stuff so definitely go check that out and until next time we're camp counselors signing off